This is Design 30. Welcome in, everybody. I hope you had a great Labor Day and are ready for another Design 30 episode. Today, we will be discussing prototypes versus prototypes. And I know what you're thinking, what in the world is a prototype? And why does the name sound so stupid? It's essentially a pre-prototype. So I have a definition for each of these. For a prototype, I define it as a early functional model or version of your final product for testing requirements and garnering user feedback. And I define a prototype or a pre-prototype as an early representation of product concepts or features designed to test specific use cases and ideas, commonly non-functional. So there are two distinct definitions for these. However, there's definitely a lot of crossover between the two And it really depends on what field you're working in and your personal preference or whether or not you just want to call something a prototype because it is kind of a dumb name, but it's also kind of fun. So let's look at a few examples just to uh, better define the difference between a prototype and a prototype. So for example, let's say you are designing a table A prototype for a table could look as simple as a styrofoam, uh, a big chunk of styrofoam on top of a few cardboard boxes. And then a prototype for a table would be something a little bit more elaborate and usable, such as uh, a table being made out of uh, two by fours or some sort of inexpensive wood or just scrap wood you have laying around. For another example would be a cup. So a prototype of a cup could be made of something like Play-Doh that you could steal from your children. Or a prototype would look like something that's handmade uh, with clay and you could fire it in a kiln or in an oven to make a somewhat legitimate cup that you could do user testing with and actually drink stuff out of. Uh, How about something non-physical such as an app? Well, a prototype for an app could look as simple as a PowerPoint slide deck where you're just getting the overall look and feel and kind of workflow uh, for your application. And then a prototype for an app would probably be some sort of lightweight functional version of the app uh, that's actually, uh, you know, developed. And then another example would be a toothbrush. So a prototype of a toothbrush could be made of cardboard or clay or Play-Doh once again, and it could be as uh, simple as using toothpicks to uh, model the bristles. Obviously, this wouldn't be functional, but if you're testing the overall shape, um, perhaps the ergonomics of the handle, this is uh, a way to do it. And then a prototype uh, would be something more legitimate. You could 3D print the handle and attach the head of an existing brush. Just cut it off and glue it on or uh, somehow attach it to your 3D printed handle. And then that would actually be functional uh, with operational bristles and something you could get more legitimate testing out of. 
I first learned about prototypes uh, during my graduate program. And we did a project where we were looking at designing a coffee product of some sort. So we came up with different prototypes for coffee makers and some coffee grinders. And these were literally as simple as being built out of scrap pieces of cardboard. For the one of our coffee makers, we actually attached two plastic bottles together. Um, for some of the uh, coffee grinder concepts, we used some old plastic spools um, from uh, that were typically had wire wrapped around them. And we took these and put them in front of actual people. So we went out on the street on Pearl Street, if you've ever been to Boulder, Colorado, and literally just had it set up and started asking random people as they walked by if uh, they wanted to look at our products and provide us with a little bit of user feedback on these really simple uh, prototypes. And this actually worked pretty well. Uh, we gained a lot of insight into uh, what people wanted uh, as far as new coffee products. We understood what shapes they liked, which ones they thought were kind of awkward, uh, what sizes they preferred, different shapes, uh, what they perceived would be difficult with these different designs. And overall was a pretty fun process and actually gave us real insights into the type of coffee product we should pursue. So what are the different use cases uh, for a prototype versus a prototype? How do you know when you wanna create one versus the other? So I would say you want to prototype as soon as possible. Uh, it's a way to capture rapid customer feedback when you're looking at specific aspects of a design or even wanting to test out different concepts. You also wanna look at prototypes when you have a small budget. Uh, these are typically uh, inexpensive, cheap, uh, made of scrap from around your office or your workspace. And there's something that should be um, fairly cheap, if not free to design and manufacture. If you're not sure what the market wants, prototyping is another good option for that. Um, for example, when we were testing out these different coffee products, uh, we didn't know what the market wanted. There's so many coffee products out in the world, it's really hard to just have a unique idea right away. So you need something to help stimulate conversation, uh, stimulate ideas within your customer base, and that's what prototypes are really good for. Or you can use a prototype when you can't decide between two features on your product. Uh, you can do some A-B testing and uh, use prototypes to pull that off. Or if you're stuck and kind of bored on a design project, start building some or prototypes and these will help stimulate ideas. Uh, that's fun. You can put it in the hands of uh, other people on your team and brainstorm. So it's also a really good way to, to stimulate new ideas. I also highly recommend uh, bringing prototypes with you to meetings. Uh, once again, it's a great way for people to physically see uh, your ideas, and it's a great way to start conversations. Uh, it allows people to uh, maybe express different uh, concerns that they have with the product or potential difficulties. Uh, so overall, it can be a really nice way to, uh, to have a productive meeting. 
When do you want to prototype then? Well, a prototype is, like I said, typically more functional. Um, when you're wanting to test actual requirements for your product, you will probably want a prototype since prototypes are so uh, uh, conceptual and made out of random materials. You're not actually going to be able to test uh, the real requirements for your product. Uh, you will want to use a prototype after validating that you have a good product market fit. Uh, because prototypes are more expensive, you're typically not going to want to sink a bunch of money into a prototype until you're fairly confident that there's a good fit between your product and the market that you're trying to fit it into. Um, and along those lines, you need to do it or you want to do a prototype when you're ready to spend uh, a significant amount of money. Or if you're looking for user feedback on a fully or perhaps partially functional product, uh, this is when a prototype is gonna be uh, the way to go as opposed to a prototype. So what are the key aspects of a prototype? And some of this may seem a bit repetitive, but by the end of this episode, I hope you're able to very easily describe the difference between a prototype and a prototype. So the key aspects of a prototype are they're cheap, they're inexpensive components. They're made of random cardboard, um, paper clips, random stuff around your office, things in your workshop, scrap metal, scrap wood, anything like that. Uh, they should be fast. You should be able to construct multiple prototypes within 48 hours. So within a day, you should be able to have a whole lineup of prototypes. Um, they're used for testing concepts, uh, maybe specific features or even risky ideas that you're not sure um, are worth spending the money on a real life prototype, uh, but you want to at least test the waters a little bit. They should also be simple. Uh, they're not representative of the final product, uh, but they're representative of a concept or a specific feature. And finally, a prototype should be used in the planning or architecture phase um, of your product development process. Potentially in the business case phase, but most likely uh, beyond that. Now a prototype is something that is typically more expensive. Uh, they're time consuming to build, uh, so a lot more man hours go into building them or to manufacture them. Uh, they typically have components that are made out of house, whether that's machined parts, sheet metal parts, um, or perhaps even a contractor on the side. Uh, they give you, uh, or they provide you high confidence testing and allow you to do legitimate data collection. So this is why you can actually test uh, your requirements with a prototype. Uh, they're often fully functional, at least fully functional in most respects. Obviously, there might be additional functionality added or removed uh, once you release your product. Um, but compared to a prototype, I would consider them fully functional. And then typically, you're going to start building prototypes in the alpha phase of your product development cycle. Maybe as early as architecture, but I would say the alpha phase. And just to dive in a little bit to this product development cycle that I'm referring to, um, I know there's a lot of different ways to do this and a lot of people have different ideas, but the product development cycle that I'm most fam familiar with uh, starts with a business case. 
this says <clears throat> or ask the question, is there a market for this product and should we go after it? Once you pass the business case, you move into the architecture phase. And this is where you do most of your planning for the project. Uh, you develop all of your requirements and you have a good idea of what you want to build uh, to have or to reach this product market fit. And in the alpha phase, you actually build up a prototype and you start testing to ensure that you can meet all of the requirements that you established during the architecture phase. Then you move from there into your beta phase. This is where you polish up your design, uh, make it something that looks good and is something that can actually be built by your production team. And then after that is your pilot phase. And this is where you actually put the, your beta or your product through your production process. Make sure they can source parts, that they can build and test the product, and then finally ship it to a customer. And once you pass that, then you're, you're, then you're ready for your production release. So uh, I think I've covered quite a bit here. So let's go back and just do a quick review. So what is a prototype? A prototype is an early functional model or version of your final product for testing requirements and garnering user feedback. A prototype is an early representation of product concepts or features designed to test specific use cases and ideas. Commonly non-functional, however, it can be functional, but make sure it's simple. In a high-level overview of prototypes once again, they're more expensive, they take more effort and time to build, uh, but they can be used to test your actual product requirements because they have significant functionality. And a prototype is inexpensive. It can literally be made of scrap. You use it to test specific concepts or features very early on in the development process. They're simple and quick to build. Now, I think we're ready for the Design 30 discipline for the week. So first off, start by creating a list of things that you're currently working on or designing. Um, this could be something you're working on at work or just things that you're working on at home potentially just products you think would be fun to make. So come up with at least five of these. And then secondly, write out how you would uh, build or design a prototype for each product. And then thirdly, write out how you would uh, prototype each one. And these could be sketches, um, whatever you wanna do just to kind of uh, show how you would build this prototype and these prototypes. And then number four, Pick one or two of your prototype ideas and actually build them. And whether this is building them out of cardboard, 3D printing them, uh, prototyping it in PowerPoint, as we've discussed, anything like that. And then for number five, bring them to a meeting, discuss them with a coworker, or just show them to a friend, but somehow get feedback from someone other than yourself and maybe try describing to them what the difference is between a prototype and a prototype. And that is all I have on prototypes versus prototypes. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope prototypes is a concept that you can take into whatever you do and get legitimate feedback, uh, help you decide between concepts or different features for your designs. Um, and if you don't like it, if you think the word is too silly, you don't have to use it. It's up to you. So 
Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, please uh, give the podcast a five-star review and feel free to subscribe to the Design 30 Substack. You can do that for free. And you can also find Design 30 on YouTube and on Instagram. And I believe that's it. This has been another episode of Design 30. As always, thank you so much for listening.